Welcome to a life-transforming message from the Pottersville International Ministry. Our messages are heaven-breath, Holy Spirit-inspired, and destiny-changing for the transformation of individuals and society. As you listen, may you be blessed and positioned to take your place in life and be prepared for eternity. We can do better. Can someone shout hallelujah? If you are not tired, can you shout hallelujah? You know, I, I, I told myself something that is as if this year is running too fast. I remember when we were gathered there and we were like, Happy New Year. All of a sudden, this is the 20th of February. So most likely by next week, we're getting to the end of the second month. Has God not been good to you? Brethren, I looked at how I started and I look at where I am. All I can say is God is good. Brethren, God is good. For the woman in the house this morning, shout hallelujah. Fantastic. For the man in the house this morning, shout hallelujah. There is a difference that I noticed in the house. When I told the woman to shout hallelujah. Okay, okay man. I can't take it again. There is always a first time. We are going somewhere. I will be biased this morning. I said, shout hallelujah. I noticed that the woman shouted hallelujah. Fantastic. But they sat down. But when I got to the turn of the man, man, can you do it once again? Shout hallelujah. Our God is good. I am excited to be here this morning. Brethren, you know, sometimes I ask myself, I'm a man, and I ask myself, what exactly does my wife want from me? Plenty, Abby. There was a time I thought it was just love, and I kept asking myself, can love alone sustain a relationship? That is a question I'm throwing to the woman this morning. Sometimes I ask myself, I said, is there attention? And I ask myself, what is the meaning of attention? I might not know. Does attention mean I should stop talking to every other woman and focus on my wife alone? I don't know. You will tell us this morning. Sometimes I ask myself, is it money? And after earning my salary, if I give it to my wife, is it enough? So the question is, how much money do you want to give to your wife that is enough? Women in the house, how much money? Can the man give to you that is enough? How much is my salary? Praise God. So this morning we'll be looking at something very, very important. Something very, very deep. And as a follow-up to our love series, we said it's important. We have an idea. What exactly does woman want? From the man's perspective, there are several things we thought our woman wants. But today... I want the men to sit back, relax, fasten your seatbelt, and wait for the woman to tell us exactly what they want. Praise the Lord. So this time around, we will stop guessing. We will stop assuming. And we want to hear from you. And after that, we'll see what will happen. Praise the Lord. 
And you might be wondering, why is it that is not a man that is anchoring the session? I want to balance perspective, that's why. And in balancing perspective, we've identified three wonderful sisters that will be talking to us on, from their opinion, what they think women want. But please, it's not restricted to them alone. We'll be giving them five minutes to come and talk about what they feel from their perspective, what women want. And afterwards, we'll throw it to the congregation, to the women alone, the men. For now, I am begging you, just keep mute and let's continue to take it in. Let's absorb in as much as we can. And once is our time, we'll have our time. And then we can then voice our opinion. Praise God. So to do this this morning, we have three women that we've identified. I think we can do better. I think we can do better. If you know what it takes to come and stand on the altar and talk, you will know that you need to encourage them. So this morning, I'll be calling on our first speaker. Uh, her name is, no, let me not start with her name. I want to say she's an entrepreneur par excellence. She's an event coordinator. Brethren, if you need to organize, please call upon her. She's the one that we refer to as the prophetess. She is a tired lover of Christ. If your hand is not tired, can you just help me? So welcome to be pooped this morning. Sister, I'll be part of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ma, you have five minutes. Just tell us in your opinion. What do you think women want? Good morning, church. So I'm not going to, okay. All protocol observed. Okay. I don't want to waste my time. I want us to read the book of Ephesians chapter 5, 22 to 25. And I want to start from there because whatever anything we're doing in life, Pastor K taught us that the word, our word, our watch word is in the manual, and the manual is the Bible. Hallelujah. So the Bible is complete. So I'm going to read from the book of Ephesians, chapter 22. I'm not going to read 22 because that is for the men. You have to solve that puzzle yourself. I'm going to read the one that belongs to the women. We say, Husband, love your wives. Just as Christ has also loved the church and gave himself to her. Gave himself to her. The same Bible verse, you're going to see it in the book of, the same Bible verse, you're going to see in the book of um, Colossians chapter 3, 18 and 19. Colossians chapter 3. And when you see a Bible verse repeated twice in the scripture, that means there's an emphasis on that particular, I mean, word. And I read, it said, husband, 19, love your wife and do not be bitter towards them. Now, what the women want. Can you, mommy, can you just read your own version? Husband, love your wife with an affectionate, sympathetic, selfless love. Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. That always seeks the best for them. And do not be embittered or resentful toward them because of the, of the responsibilities of marriage. Can you clap for maybe this morning? What do women want? 
I was talking to some people here during the week. I was talking to my younger brother. I said, what do women want? He said, what do I want? He said, I should tell him what I want. I said, I want my husband to love me. I want my husband to be passionate about me. I want my husband to cherish me. I want my husband to honor me. I want my husband to respect me. I want my husband to, to, to be keen, to be my number one fan. I want my husband to even trust me, even when I'm not even doing the right thing outside. I want my husband to be my, my guardian, my brother. He now said, can you submit yourself to yourself? Can I submit myself to myself? And I said, no. Why? I might be so selfish at times. A lot of things that what women want is it's so broad. But when you love a woman, you will go, you will do everything to adjust. So I wrote here, I wrote about a love letter for the men. So it's applicable to me. So if my future husband is listening, let him know that this is what I want. So women love gifts and surprise. Women love gifts and surprise. Instead of just talking, show us that you really what cares about us. Love and respect us. Hear us. Listen to us. Even when we're not making sense, don't take your rod call of the head of the house. Listen. No matter how important you are to us, we cannot compromise our self-respect. Our self-respect is there. Respect that. Don't take women for granted. Women love shopping. If you love me, you give me money to shop. It, please, it is necessary, not, not a luxury. We're not talking about being luxury here. We're not talking about what you cannot afford. Valentine just, just passed. A lot of men do not even give, give their wife a gift. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Career is important to us. When you see a woman that, has, that loves her career, that loves her job, encourage her. That, is, that, that will build the weight of the family. Don't be jealous about your, your wife's career. Don't. Most time, all we need is a shoulder and, a, and ears to solve problems. Don't lie. Trust me. Women can sense lies better than a lie detector. If you are lying, she can sense it. But she needed peace. You would allow the peace to reign. Lastly, women are your equal. Yeah. Let me explain. Let me explain. You know when you when you have a when you have when you have your wife as a partner in a home, the home you enjoy it. Let me explain something to you. We know the husband is the head of the house, and the Bible said, "Husband, love your wife." Why we the woman? We should submit to you. A man that respects me, that adore me, that cherish me, submission will be easy for me to give. Regardless. You're not, let me tell you something. I'm not, I'm not saying to, I'm not, I'm not that you're doing, doing uh, I mean, women, women in power, women in equality. I'm not trying to do that. In the sense that when you see your wife as a partner, you're not being superior to her. It makes the conversation easy for both of you. It's seen as a counterpart, it's seen as a partner. Seen, see, let me, I have friends that, their husband and wife, they run business together. When they're in the business thing, I have it. 
they discuss like partners and they have money. You can think that you have all the sayings, all the, all, all the brain, and your wife is a guru from a secondary school to university. And you, maybe your, your background might be something. I was hearing something from your view yesterday. He said, bring a man that is well trained in a happy home, a lovable home, and bring a man that is trained in a hate home. Build, I mean, children, build them together. There will be a difference. A background says a lot. If a woman comes from a lovable home and a man comes from an abusive home, you need that woman to be your partner, to have a conversation. Don't be so bossy. Modisote me, I've said my own. This is what we're going to do. Sometimes we advise you, you don't do it, and you, for you to come back to agree on that conversation, you are doing show, and you are doing Oboju, and first thing, as a pastor, your wife is telling you logic things. Don't do it like this, because you are a pastor in church. And you believe that God, is, God speaks to you in 3D. You don't want to listen to what your wife is saying. Sometimes the Holy Spirit might be speaking to your wife. Are you really? Are you listening? Yes, are you listening? You might be spirit coco. How does that mean that you will not listen to your wife? <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. All these qualities, all these qualities are for women that really want to submit. I said, can I submit to a non... I asked my brother, can I submit to a non-entity? He said, you have to be a non-entity to submit to a non-entity. Ah. And I said, eh. he said, yes. He said, if you want to submit to a non-entity, you, you have to be a non-entity. So you need to see the kind of man, the quality of a man you want to speak with, you want to go with, before you want to submit to that man. If you want to submit to a man, you have to submit to a man with your destiny, with everything that you have. And I want to beg the men, what we need is love and affection. To run it everywhere, women, many women feel insecure. Yes, we always feel insecure. We want you to make, make us feel secured in your own world. We want to feel understood. We want you to understand us. We want to feel emotionally secured. We want you to emotionally secure us. Women want to feel listening. We want you to listen to us. Even though we are saying nonsense at the point. Listen. We want to feel beautiful. We want, us to get us, we want you to get us those gifts. Those things that make us beautiful. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. She has said so many things. It is not in my place to ask questions. But there are certain things that you said. You said self-respect. Uh, if not for time, I will ask you, what is it, your own definition of self-respect? Because I, I think it's better we break it down. Uh, they said respect is reciprocal. So if you are saying self-respect, I truly, as a man, so that for our next speaker, when you're talking, please give details, give examples, so that we can look at it and say exactly this is what it means. Self-respect for her might be different from another person. And I don't want the men in the house to go with the understanding that this is self-respect. So we truly want to understand self-respect from your perspective, and then we look at it, and the men 
will then do something that is important afterwards. Can we just jam our hands for her once again? I think she's done well. She's done very well. She said some things that as she was dropping them, my wife was looking at me that, hey, Obaton, Lobaton. So please, we are, we are man first before we are men of God. So we have blood that runs in us. Praise the Lord. So we are not superhuman, please. The second speaker is renowned for customer excellence. She looks at her customer and she knows that always our customers are king. And um, she's married for over 11 years. So the love of her life. She's blessed with three amazing children. Please, if you are not tired, I know she can do this thing that I'm doing better than me. Because I know one of her talents is to anchor things like this. Please, if you are not tired, if you can jam those hands together, can we make welcome Sister Irene Samuels? Hallelujah. Okay, Pastor K. Thank you for the pulpit, but I, I think I don't want to be too far. <laughs> authority. Today is my day. No authority yet. <laughs> okay. I actually wanted to stay down there so I can be very close. Um, today is a special day because uh, he has given me the opportunity to talk about the... Um, not only what I want. I've been saying it, but today is a special day for me to say it loud and clear for everybody to hear. And uh, I also want to carry along the, the men or the women that are not married. Permit me to say this. Um, a broken relationship is better than a broken marriage. Hence, if you find a man and it's not giving you what you want as a woman. No need to say it will change later or later it will give me. If you try it and try it and it's not conforming, please, there's no need. If not, you will pray more when you get married. It's better you just leave. Yes, because the marriage is to be endured and enjoyed. But if you start enduring it while you are still dating, it's not good. So that is my advice for the ones that are not married. So that this section will make sense both to people that are married and the ones that are not married. While I speak, please, the men, kindly look at the redefinition of husbands. If it is not uh, clear enough, we can make it bolder. <laughs> a husband has a definition. If a husband does not have a definition, everybody on the street will be called a husband. Everybody cannot be a husband. You are called a husband because one woman decides to marry you. I cannot call this monk man a husband because nobody has said yes to him. <laughs> so you, that is a husband, is because someone has said, I want to spend the rest of my life with you. So it's a privilege because no be your mama bonam. <laughs> and no be you bring and come forever. 
you approached her and out of one million men out there, she said, it's you. I hear people say men are scarce, husbands are scarce, husbands are scarce. There is one man somewhere looking for a wife. Nobody has told him, I will marry you. So for you to see someone that says, I want to marry you, you should be grateful. So please, let's ponder over this um, write-up. For me, I hear people say, do, do ladies even know what they want? I stand here representing women that knows what they want. Because um, there is this ministry I'm still running away from. When people see me on the other side, they think marriage is perfect. Irene has a perfect marriage. Marriage, we are building it. And we are still in it because we have decided to keep growing in it. There is a adage that says the largest room in the world is the room for improvement. So as long as we decide to remain in marriage, meaning that we have decided to remain in that room called improvement, so we keep improving and that's why we are where we are. So I see people come to me and tell me, oh, Irene, this is what is happening in my marriage, this is what is happening in my marriage. And I'll be like, where the counseling even comes from, I don't even know. Sometimes, most things that they tell me, I might even be suffering from it, but I cancel them as if I have, I have surmounted it. Yes, I have, because experience, they say, is the best teacher. So, for me, I want to summarize what women want. And please, if you are a woman here, and today you tell your, you tell your husband this, tomorrow you tell him this, your husband cannot really even write down five things that you want as his wife. After today, please go and sit down. Because if, you don't, if your husband does not know what you want, it's, it's a problem. That one is no longer his headache. So I've been able to summarize what women want. How they want their man to behave. How they want their husbands to treat them. I've been able to summarize it into about three or four. For me, the first thing is respect. Someone will say, um, it's the other way around in the Bible. Thank you, Sister Abiba, because you have helped me to learn the biblical spiritual foundation. I'm not going to open the Bible because I'm going to be very real. Because most times when we are quarreling in our homes, when we are having arguments, nobody goes back to the Bible. We all use our conscience as they do us, our emotions. Those people that speak in tongues and read Bibles, they don't remember Bible at that time. They are real. In marriages, people are real. People are real. There is no husband or wife that says, I bind you from insulting me in Jesus' name. Everybody all works at each other. So, respect. For me, this is what respect is all about. Or this is the definition of respect. Valuing one another. Valuing one another. That's what respect is. Valuing one another. And what does it mean to value one another? Holding someone in high esteem. That's respect. If a man respects his wife, you won't all um, abusive words at your wife in public. You won't body shame your wife after three years. You won't speak to her in a manner that is not nice where your friends are. 
you will maltreat them where your in-laws are. There are some people, their wife is wrong, but they will not say it outside. When they go inside, they will sort it out. I have seen couples having two kids. The woman will back one and carry one on the shoulders, and the man is just walking like the head of house. That's no respect. Value, self-esteem, giving it to one another, having it at the back of your mind while you speak to her, while you live to, with her, is respect. It's not doubling for her. It's not, it's not telling her all your plans. Because most women think a man should tell them all his plans because he loves them. Today I tell you women, they cannot. Because some women want to see results. That's the talk for another day. They don't want to know the process. They want to see results. Hence, when you give them details, some are pessimistic in nature. So a man telling you his plans is not all his plans, is not as if he loves you. He will tell you the one he wants to tell you and the ones he needs your input. The one he does not want to tell you, don't force it out of him. Don't go digging into his phones. So for me, respect is very key. If you don't respect your wife, she will be withdrawn. It will affect your sexual life. If, for instance, you go out with your wife and she's trying to, she's trying to do something. Come on, will you live there? When you get home, she's emotionally strained. Once a woman is emotionally strained, you can't get the best of her in bed. You can't get the best of her. She will just, it affects everything. Because don't forget, a man that disrespects his wife is continuous. And because of that, before you know it, before you know it, it takes a toll on the woman. Sometimes some of them even, even lose their self-esteem. A man that respects his wife will not hit his wife. She provokes me, now you woes them. The little girl in your office, if she provokes you, they woes them. Let's think about it. I've seen men that are very hot-tempered. They've never fought outside before. How do they do it? No, it's not because they will beat them. Because they respect themselves and respect the person in question. So bring it home. Let's bring it home. Let's not be wonderful friends. I've gone to an event before and they were talking about the man. Very wonderful, compassionate, blah, blah. And the woman was like, Irene, who did they talk to? I said, ah. why? Please, respect. Respect. Don't hit your wife. Don't choose someone else over her. Like I said, I'm, I said I was going to be very real. We are not only talking to ourselves here. We are talking to people that are listening online. People that are not believers. If you have a side chick outside, don't rub it in. Why didn't you go for her in the first place? If she was ready. The woman that said yes says 
she, she, she told you, I'm going to go all the way with you. That's what the yes means. The yes was not for immediately. It was for better, for worse. I marry you, somewhere along the line, you break your leg, I'll still be there. I marry you, somewhere along the line, your John Thomas is not working again, I'm still there. But the side chick, what has she given up? What is she ready to give up? Respect. That's what it entails. Respect. When you respect yourself, you will not even allow your wife, your, as in as a man, unless leave your wife, you respect yourself, you don't even allow your wife to know you are cheating. You not even, fear not go let you. It, some men will say, some people will tell you, eh, why will you be so scared that your wife hurts you? I beg you. Is rest. You have value for yourself. You have value for what you share. You have value for what you, your wife. I think I've been able to deal with that point. Are you for reading? <laughs> it's timing. Okay, please enlarge it. it. Can it be enlarged more than this? Please. Another, I've also summarized a point that I think will make homes more merrier. Can you be a stand-up comedian in your home? Women loves a man that jokes at times. We don't want military men. You are coming home. Everybody is scared. The children will just go and, they will just go and form sleep. Wife self go form headache because you are home. Why? Many of us run businesses. We go to offices. Wonderful colleagues you are. You, you, you make your, 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 when you go on leave, they feel you. Ah, this man has gone on leave. Where is Mr. Sam? He has gone on leave. <laughs> they will be calling, Ogami, when are you resuming? When are you resuming? This office is boring. But at home, no smiling. No, not him, as a husband. No smiling. You understand? If your wife cracks a silly joke, you give it to her back. What kind of stupid joke is that? I'm just playing. Don't play with me with that kind of thing. Let's have room for play now. After all, you people used to play before. You play before. Before you go married, you were playing. You go to a beach together. Courtship, what were you doing? Exactly Christian courtship that you are not allowed to have sex. When you were caught, what were you doing? If we are doing things, you plait your wife's hair, you should lose it the next morning. People were playing. Now that you are married, what has changed? The only difference between courtship and marriage is that marriage is ordained. Courtship is, you people are still, I think you, you might do like, you can do like this, you can do like this. So the, the affection should not change. It should even grow into friendship. And another thing I want to say, I keep hearing people saying, love your wife, love your wife. The truth is this. After five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years in marriage, it's not love again. It's friendship. Once you start having children, truth be told, the love was, uh, it, it, it doesn't was strong as before. So what keeps you going is friendship. So we want our husbands to be our comedian. Make us laugh. Let's make you laugh. Even if the joke is not funny. Oh, sweetheart, you are this your joke, self. Now for you. Just laugh over it. Don't be a dictator in your home. Don't be a tyrant. 
Don't be a head of house. Don't be a boss. Another thing I see women, because being a commander gives room for communication. Do you know some couples, they cannot communicate. Before you know it, the communication has hit a dead end. Women love to gist. Women, and because of the way the society is, we don't have anybody to gist with than our husband. You can't go and meet Iyasikira. That's gossip. Whatever you tell your husband is you. Whether, call it gossip or whatever you want to tell him, tell him. It keeps the family going. There's this kind of romance it brings to the family. After you have cracked jokes, especially in the evening, test it in the night, you'll see wonders happen. Yes, if you want to introduce a new style to us, you'll be willing to do it. Because you have laughed. You have played like children. Another thing I, I see women want from their man is this. Be emotionally sensitive. Be emotionally sensitive. You got married to this woman. And after a while, you know, maybe stress of work, baby stress, she just needs you to under, understand. She needs you to support her. Some women, any little thing, you see them, they just break down in tears. What they need from you at that time is emotional support. Not for you to walk away and go and be hanging out with your friends. You see, if I talk to her now, she will just start crying. Or she's no longer herself. What she needs at that time is your support. Be supportive. Especially after childbearing. Some women cannot phantom walk, childbearing, taking care of the home together. They can't put it up together. They can't hold, they can't be at the center of it all. They lose grip. And before you know it, they are, they, are, they are scattered, even physically, they are scattered, they are untidy. Woman that used to be pepperimpe, she's now. What she needs at that moment is your support, emotional support. Sim empathize with her. Be compassionate at that time. There are some things she will no longer be able to do for you. Help out. It's going to be for a while. Men, I tell you, if you help your wife to do little chores, it does not... It does not reduce the definition of a husband. It does not make you less than the way we see you. It automatically commands respect, honor from women to you. She not go see you finish. A smart woman will not see you finish if you do those things. It will only make her appreciate you more. I have only five minutes I have done. So I want to round up with this. In everything I've said, there is a God factor in all of it. If you are a man and all these things are strange to you, some men want a beautiful home. They want what their wife wants. But they don't even know how they do it, how they come to hit their wife, how they come to abuse her, how they become what they become. They don't even know. That's where the God factor comes in. I've seen a man, anytime he does stupid things to his wife and you scold him, he breaks down in tears. It's not a Joro cry. Women will say, I'm pretending. It's not easy for men to cry. So if you see a man cry over what he has done to you, it's because he really wants to change. But he doesn't just know where it's coming from. Prayer. You must be a praying wife. If you decide to say yes, you must be a praying wife. So that's where the God factor comes in. That's where 
the God factor comes in. And I believe that as other people speak, a marriage will be healed today. Thank you. Church, I think we can do better. I think we can do better. If there is something you will realize, let me, let me raise it up. I've been writing, and so far, I've written three different sheets. Praise the Lord. If you're a man in the house, are there some things that have been said that you feel, ah, okay, I think this area, I can do better. This area, this is actually speaking to me. I'm a man. And um, I'm not immune to some of the things that have been said. Brethren, there is nothing as good as when you hear it and you commit to it. May God help us in the mighty name of Jesus. And to welcome our third speaker. All the way. All the way. All the way. All the way. I said all the way. She's an amazing mother. She's an amazing mother of three wonderful, unique kids. When we want to talk about the Hollywood of Pottersville, there is no other name on our lips than the one and only Sister Shile of Jesus Christ. Can we just jam our hands together for her? Can we? I think we can do better. I think we can do better. Some of the things I've heard today, if you are asked to pay for it, some of us will pay out of pocket. These are some of the things that money cannot buy. There is nothing as good as learning from ourselves. We don't know it all. God bless you, ma. Thank it's you. all yours. Praise the Lord. So, I was like, there's nothing more to say because Sister Irene, she nailed it. She killed it. She said everything I had intention of saying. You know, I was like, at a point, when we were cutting, my husband would wash my clothes too. <laughs> she will, he will cook for me. But now, he will be the one to drop. He will even fight you for not washing his boxers. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So I think we could all agree, we can all agree with me that what women want is respect. That's the major thing we want. We want respect. Also, now let's be practical. You know, some um, we can't say all women want, as in we all want the same thing. Our needs are different because if not, you see some women. You see two women. Okay, one they they are, they are both in an abusive marriage. I think the very first time the man eats one of them, she she pack all her clothes and leave the house. Why the other one is still there? So, and I kept, kept asking myself that, okay, why, if we all need the same thing, or we all want the same thing, why are they no boats, not both in the marriage, or they are out? So that means our needs sometimes are different. It's just that the basic thing is, we all want respect. Some women want money. Some want to love. Some care. 
Some, they don't even want it. Even if you beat them from now to tomorrow, they want money. Just give them money. They're in the marriage. So I think we, men, we need to identify what our ma- women want. Don't compare. You know, I see men comparing. <clears throat> Excuse me. See, yeah, and she's still in the marriage. The husband beat her. Don't compare your wife to another woman. It diminishes us as in it brings us down when you compare. Why will you compare me with someone else? We want respect. Respect. Okay, Pastor, um, Pastor Femi said, what is, we should define our respect. We don't want you to say, ma. We don't want you to kneel for us. We want you to respect us like, okay, if I'm saying something, give me, don't just shut me up. Okay, last, last week, Pastor said, if a man said, it's enough, it should be enough. No, it shouldn't be enough. Let's trash it out. Because the more you said, it is enough, and we agreed, believe me, we are not happy. We just want peace. Let's trash it out. Let's talk. Give us the opportunity to talk. If you respect me, you will not beat me. For example, I've seen a man who said his wife offended him. He went outside to drink and came back with the intention of, I'm going to deal with you. You are not my father. Fine, you are my father, but there are some limits. Even our kids, more time, we don't beat them. We correct them. There's a way you correct us. Correct us with love. Don't shut us up, especially outside. Don't, don't shut us. Let us talk. Encourage us. You've seen some women. You know, most times, our shows can... <laughs> some, some men want their um, sitting room to be very neat. But have you come home to help your wife? Have you come home to sweep? Sweep. It won't, Sister Irene said, it will not, yes, it won't reduce you for anything. Have you wake up and bathe for the kids? There is nothing you cannot do because before you, you get married to us, you're doing all these things yourself. My husband is one of the neatest men I know before we get married though. When you get to his house, he's always neat. He's drug, very neat. He's pot. Ha! He will cook. I'll go to his house like, ah, this man's a big cook. I was very happy. I was like, hey, my job. No. But now, he will come back home. He will pack all the clothes, put there. Washing machine will wash. Fine, but... Washing machine will not pack that clothes from there. Washing machine will not spread the clothes. I still have to go through those things. We have some things at home that you cannot post. Okay, you can actually pack all these clothes, put them in the washing machine. You're not going to use your hand. It will not reduce anything from you. You know, it's not all about scripture. Fine, scripture is good. But let's be practical. Let's tell you what we need. We are tired. We are always tired comparing, pulling out shows, the kids, going to work, putting everything together. You know, I was like, okay, marriage is stressful, fine. Your husbands, they go through stress. What stress? They have to think about how to get money, how to pay rent. Women, you virtually think about everything. You go to work. You are going to work to make money, not for yourself alone, for the family. 
you call back home, you do children. Have you, men, can you help us with children assignments? Yes. Some of you say, okay, you're a mathematician when you are in school, but to solve uh, four-year-old children, to help them with the assignment is very difficult for you. Why? How? Okay, as we are cooking, we are trying to cook, we are trying to take care of this one, the children will come, mommy, assignment, assignment. We have to do assignments. He's draining. Men, can you come back home on time? All of you will say traffic. Tra we all know Lagos traffic. But some men walks on the island, they stay on the mainland, and they got home heli. <laughs> Specific. Okay. If you still get home, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock is fine. Why coming home 10, 11? Traffic. Traffic everywhere. Every day there's always traffic. So if the wife now does off while you are honing and you are, you, are, uh, you are hooting and she's asleep because she's tired, she didn't open the door in time. So immediately she opened the door like this, like, what are you doing? I've been outside, blah, blah, blah. But you can actually come home in time. You can walk around it. It's not, traffic is not, okay, you already know that, okay, you almost, if you're, if you're a working class person, you either close five o'clock or six o'clock. Some men will still stay around. They will talk or they will sit in the office. Not all of you drink, we understand. But some will talk. They, meanwhile, they know they are going far. But because you don't, want the, you don't want to help your wife to do anything, you decide to come home late, sit down, eat, and go to bed and sleep. You need to understand that. You know, I knew of a woman that would tell you that I don't have sex with my husband during the day, weekdays. There's no, there's no timetable. I don't have sex with my husband during weekdays. We can only do it either weekends or when the children are on holiday. Why? Because she's always very tired. And the husband doesn't know how to like pet her, her go, or to just calm her down, you know, say all those sweet talks, even when he's horny. He wants to force himself his way out. Can we stop doing that? It's not, it's, you know, we are human. It's easy for men to say, babe, I'm tired today, I don't want to do it. The woman will just go to bed and sleep. But just tell a man that I'm tired, I don't want to do. So we need to be considerate because we have blood. You know, we are not as powerful as before, especially when you've given birth. If you had the first child, the second, the third, your power automatically drops. Those things, those different, different styles we used to do before we get married, you won't be able to do it. It's just the missionary style you do, and you take it like that. Because we are tired. Because we are tired. No, sir, you are not tired. That is the truth. Because we are tired and you're not helping us. 
we are tired and you're not helping. Of course, we want to, you know, some ladies that, I have a friend that said, ah, Shile, do you know that I'm thinking about one child that I want to give my husband when I get one, I was like, everything is about to But immediately I get to the bed, I won't be able to do it. Why? Because I'm tired, because of, I've done, gone through a lot of stress, and my husband doesn't know how to put you into this mood to do it. So we actually need you, if you want, if you want to get the best out of us, we need you to work on us too. Don't just put everything, you have to do, you don't know how to do it, you are useless. No, 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 no. Those words can mar us. <sighs> Thank you. I think we can do better. This is one of the most practical insights that I have gotten in this church so far. I think there is one major part Sister Shile spoke about, which I think most of us are shy of. And the good thing is, this is an opportunity. We have maybe about five, seven minutes more. And what I will be doing is, for the women in the house, are there certain things that you think you also want to add to what has been said? This is an opportunity for you to add. And the question is why? I'm married, and I will speak from the men's perspective before I hand over the mic to the person that wants to talk. She said something very profound. It's about the wife would have gone to work the husband would have also gone to work. And at the end of the day, you know there is a way. Men are attracted by what they see. And he comes home. He's tired. But in his tiredness, he still summoned his strength to say, Madam, how far? I'm not saying you shouldn't say no. But you mentioned communication. The way you say it, it goes a long way. I know you've gone to work. I know I've gone to work. And there is one thing that you mentioned that is, for me, I would like this. You said men should try as much as possible to come home early. There are instances when it's beyond us. There will be traffic, and you want to say, I'm the one driving myself. I still want to get home and communicate with my wife. So the only thing is, let me relax. Let the traffic go down, then I get home. But it's not every day. But you've given us time. And I will ask anybody that is speaking next. It's 9 o'clock. And ideal time. Please. See. Don't forget what we, are, what we are saying is. Women. What do you want? And I'm, I'm going to do something at the end of the day. I'm going to make all the men. To agree to most of these things. But in the process of agreeing. Let's agree. It's nine o'clock. Consensus. An ideal time that men at least try. Men not try for us. Come home early. It's late. Okay. okay can, I, can I react? So, um, I, who else want to talk so that we can just take a boat? Sister Pinko. I want to say something before, but now I think I should. <laughs> 
Okay, I had a lot to say, but I think I should react to the timing first. Maybe it's good to also be a bit consistent. Can you hear me? Okay, so for example, you walk on the island, if I use my, my husband as an example, and your office closes by five, all right? So he's going to cross Todd Milan Bridge before he gets to Magudo, and on his own, he has left the office like five, but for some reasons, um, there was traffic, and he didn't get home till maybe the, the nine o'clock that you mentioned. I think what bridges that gap is communication. So I've left the office five, but as I speak with you, I'm mm -hmm. still on Ozumba, or I'm still on this. But what pains me is you call this young man, and then he's not picking, because you're leaving the office, your phone was on silence all day. I understand. But when you're leaving, then take your phone off silence, because you know somebody's going to try to reach out to you, yeah? And then you call, and then you see like eight missed calls. Mauser will not even know that you've called to start with. And then he's calling, oh, I'm at the gate of the estate, come and open the, the door. And me, I'll be like, well, you could stay there for a while, since you didn't pick the call. <laughs> since you didn't pick the call. And then I'll, I'll delay B, and then when he comes, he will give face, look up. I said, you don't think you should start eat before you go upstairs. So it all boils down to, for me, my point is communication is actually very, very key. Because for me, I can bear you come back 11, I can bear you come back 12, but just tell me, okay, this is why I'm coming back late, and this is why it won't happen. And it's not every time that it should be a 9 p.m. I know Brad Samsam was saying that um, 9 is too early, but it's too, it's too late. I said, I said 9 o'clock for me in Kano, I live in Kano, I don't live in Lagos. 9 o'clock in Kano is absolutely totally late. But 9 o'clock in Lagos is a peculiar circumstance. I don't know where you work. I don't know where you live. So wanting me to come home earlier when I'm living in Ikorodu and I'm working in VI is not, you know. But, and it also has somebody like me and for other people. Me, um, I try as much as possible to update my wife about my movement. Even if I want to hang out, even if I want to hang out, I'll tell her, I will, I will hang out. If I am going, yes, with boys, yes. If regularly, I should be home early. But if anything warrants my hanging out, I will update. I will have to update, you know. Yes. Eh? So, I'm actually nailed it. It's coming from a man. So I think it's difficult for us to put everybody agree must be nine. So I think that's very difficult. I think the main thing is communication. So when you both agree, okay, I'm, I'm going to come home seven today and uh, then the second point. So you're tired. I am tired. You want to have sex. And I am tired. You know I'm tired. And you wake me up midnight. Like I'm already deeply asleep. That's when you're touching me. Like I don't get how that works. So I try, at times I try to check if I am normal because I am really, really tired. So if you're going to wake me up midnight for... No. <laughs> Okay, they said I should not talk again. Okay, okay so I was saying that, um, I think, yeah, we see the signs. Men are moved by what they see, like they say. And that's at times, there's no way. You, you husband is coming back home, you look hot, irrespective. Whether, whether you're going to work in the morning or whether or not. But my own is, that's I'm speaking to myself, and I think I might be representing some of us here. Please don't wake me up at midnight. See, I don't, like, I am tired. <laughs> so we can, we can actually, you can, 
So if I'm not sleeping till that time, it's okay. But really, I sleep and I'm deeply asleep. I don't know if it's just me. Just let me be. And then you can... Brother Sam, I know you won't let it be. But I'm just trying to say... <laughs> I know that irrespective of what I say, it's typical for men to be out there. I also try to understand that men are framed in a different way than we are. So that's where the alignment has to come in. So I also understand that at times... It's not convenient for me as a person, but then you still have to submit because you understand you want it at that time. So that's the, that's the place that you really have to um, sort of compromise or agree. But by and large, so when you, when, when you nudge and you don't want it, I think try to understand. Maybe not all the time I'll be a good girl. There are times I just don't want to be. Thank you. Okay. Um, Femi, let me just... Hallelujah. Comments, then I'll round up. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Is there any other person that wants to add to what has been said? We have five minutes to round up this session. Yeah. Sister, okay. I say okay. What um, I'll go back to what um, our sister said. My husband is not here, so when they brought me up that day to talk about certain things. In fact, when I got back home and I told him the interview I had, he was kind of upset, but it was it was for me a real thing. So when he now came back, in fact, long before now, for us, I'll come back from work. I'll start, I won't even remove my clothes. I'll sit down on the table, I'm doing assignment. As I'm doing assignment, I'm in the kitchen, trying to think of what they will eat in the morning. And then as I'm doing that, I'm preparing their school uniform. And then at the same time, I'm checking my maid in the office because they're sending emails for me to respond. And then at the end of the day, by 10 o'clock, my husband will start calling me. And then he will get so upset when I tell him I'm tired that I just need to lie down and sleep. And then when he now came back, he now faced reality. That was when he, he was like, Ada, how have I been managing? I was shocked and I was at the same time happy because he faced it real time, what I usually pass through on a daily basis. In fact, I would say kudos to the women because they are really trying. Especially Can we for just the clap married... for the women in the house? Can we clap for the women in the house? Especially for the women that have kids. And for those that are also still on the way, the truth of the matter, all we just need from men is that encouragement and that support. Yes, we can be doing children's assignment, but you can tell us, leave up the children's assignment, let me handle it, go and face the kitchen. Mm. Sometimes, even early in the morning on Saturdays, my husband, when he was around, he would wake up and like, hey, I've started household work because my, my nanny was not around. The next thing he would say, I'll wash the bathroom while you sleep. All those little, little things really count for us as women, and we really need that. But some men feel like, why should I be the one washing the toilet? Is it my work to wash the toilet? Or why should I, sometimes when I'm cooking, like when I was cooking in the kitchen, my husband helped me with the vegetables while I was blending other things. Some of those things, it brings a lot of, in fact, we don't need that come. Sometimes those come, it's just helping out. You see yourself, it flows. That thing flows. The friendship flows. That's what we need. But most of the time, when you feel, 
and the man, especially for Igbo men, they have that mentality where they say, why should I, uh, the way I'm in the man of the house, why should I sweep, imagine me as I am to come and be sweeping house or to come and be mopping house and all those things. But at the end of the day, let, let, one, one thing we need to face is, some, let me give you an instance, for those that are outside the country, men do these things, whether you're an Igbo man, Yoruba man or whatever, they do it there. Nobody, they don't have any house up that cleans the house for them. They don't have any house up that cooks for them. They go to the kitchen, make their food, prepare their food. But when we now come to Nigeria, we now start bringing in culture and tribe and the way we grew up. My husband said, when he's there, he doesn't have any house up. Mm. He's the one that makes his food. He's the one that cleans it. If you like, mess up the house. Is it not you that will live in the same house? But then they do those things. But when, when they come down to Nigeria, they feel, why should I be the one doing it? Let's just try and help our wives. It goes a long way. It's not about sex. It's not about any other thing. Some of them even go to their friend's house. When they see they're doing things, they help them out. They come to your own house. You will decide that you don't want to do anything. So all we just need is that encouragement, that support. Everything is not about money. Some women are not moved by money. Some women are moved by how you help them, their support and all that. Everything is not about money. Some women love money. I will not, tell, I will not lie about that. <laughs> but the truth of the matter, most women want just support us encourage us in any little way we can. We're in the kitchen. You might not be helping us, you know, but you can just be talking to us while we are cooking. It goes a long way. And you sitting there saying, ah, um, Chelsea has a match. I must watch that match. If, if I don't watch that match today, God knows what will happen. Chelsea is still playing the match and winning. You are there. You are not helping. And the gap is too much. Thank you. God bless you. I think I love these wonderful feedbacks. Is there any other thing? Any other person? We are okay. Praise God. Praise God. Have you been blessed this morning? Have you been blessed this morning? I can see the faces of the men in the house. Ah! But don't worry. The good thing is, this is not the ending. And this is not the last. We have an opportunity for us also to stand, to reach out, to highlight, to give summary of what we want. Before I round up, I will just, sir, just if you can summarize in summarize. one minute or two minutes. I will summarize. I will summarize. Um, good morning, everybody. Hallelujah. Um, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Um, I think the, the, uh, one of the most important things um, for this gathering and this session is for homes to be better. Mm. And um, when I came in and my wife told me that uh, Okay, no, I first saw on our Platform. men's group. Eh? So I can't. So I'm interested because um, a week before now, uh, in my village church, same thing happened. And when I came, I told my wife, that they call it family affairs, mm. where women and men begin to say things at home and prefer solution and advice like that. So I told her. So a week after, I saw our own. I said, ah, this thing is, uh, uh, you know, so the essence is for our homes to be better. And um, we've for me, I've learned, and I've also told myself, because the biggest room is room for improvement. Yes, sir. Nobody will say he is a perfect person. Mm. So we are, we are in a room of improvement, and it's work in progress. Um, but um, one of the things I want us to really take note, from the women's perspective, before our own day comes. Yes, next week, uh, sir. Because it's this one is... Is that you see? I want us women. Women are fantastic breed, and 
Yes, there are. And, and, and I don't want women to ever compare themselves with men. Hmm. I tell anybody that wants to hear that women are greater than men. And that's why I tell my wife, I don't pity women. I pity myself because I see them as a stronger version. Hmm. They have more strength than me. So if you look at woman as a weaker vessel, then you are doing yourself a, a harm. And that is the mind I want women to look at themselves. Hmm. Men are not strong the way you see them. They are very weak. You guys are, you are stronger, you are better, you are, you, your composition, the wiring, the systemic wiring, mm. the way God wired you. Please, can we just jump out to our women once again? Yes. Please, if you don't appreciate yourself, eh, it would be yes. that I'm a man. Yeah. I'm jealous. You know, so God, God, has, God has wired you in a very, in a very wonderful way. And in a special way, mm. and that is how you are. So, what you only need, uh, like my, my people said, uh, one or two touches for homes to be better. But on the main perspective, in line with what my sister said, men have to be responsible. You, uh, husband, I, I have my own fault. I know my fault. I know my weakness. But husbands must learn to be responsible. If you are a responsible man, nobody will tell you to do assignment for your children. Mm. If you are a responsible man, you will not see something that is dirty and you will not clean in your own home. It's not somebody's house. It's your house. And maybe if you are responsible, is it from... And you, it, also, or it, it has to do with upbringing. To me, for me like me, I like cooking. I love domestic things. Sometimes my wife will be tying face when I'm cooking in the village, uh, in the kitchen. And I ask her, don't you like the way I'm cooking for you? <laughs> yes. I did, I did it. The last time I cooked about two types of soup. Um, and I expected to see my wife excited some kind of way. She was tying face. And I'm wondering. I said, after the... Sincerely speaking, she was tying face. I don't know what was in her mind, no. Okay, next week, eh? Okay, so sexually, 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 eh? Praise every, the Lord. Everybody, sister, everybody in line, everybody can be tired. Mm -hmm. But let us not be too tired to do the needful. Whether, let us not put timetable to it. Whether it is, let's take it as leisure. By the time you look at it as pleasure, it is not work. It is not work. Don't look at it as work. Can, can we just jam our hands for Jesus? Church, can we just jam our hands for Jesus? Can we just jam our hands for Jesus? So, so women, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Our time is just what I'm looking at. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. In fact, as uh, Pastor Sam, Mr. Sam was talking, I just felt, as she said, one or two things, so that, um, you know, because I'm guilty of it. Uh, sorry. I feel... Ah, no, no. No, 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 no. No, sir. Sorry, sir. No, no. No. No, no, no. Say, Mr. Sam. I'm doing something that you said you should be doing. Stand up for me. 
sir, no, sir, no, sir. No, um, I just want to, um, I don't know how to say it, uh, but I know that uh, I will be understood somehow. So why I was able to, I, I summoned the courage to say it, it was because of what uh, Mr. Sam said. For me, um, I'm guilty of a few things that Sister Shilin said. <laughs> Because in my own house, like she said, every home have their peculiarities. Like in my own house, I think my husband cook more than I do. So he does more of the cooking. <laughs> he does more of the cooking. Do you understand? He, he does more of the cooking. And when it comes to assignment, because I, um, my kind of job is I service clients. And so I go to different offices. Sometimes I go as far as outside Lagos, like offices as far as some go, depending on the places I'm going to, because we are in marketing. So sometimes I get home later than he does. And so he assists with the kiddies' assignment, even before I get home, you know. And so I, I don't want to say that, you know, it's possible that some things I said at the altar, and it will look like it is happening in all homes, whereas in some homes it's different. So in my own home, my husband do the assignments more than me. Most times, I enjoy doing assignments when it's public holidays and when it's weekends, because that's when I know I'll have time. You know, so I want to appreciate God for him on that one. But the one I want, sir? Yes, children are still also small. So, and I don't tie my face when he cooks, because his food is sweeter. <laughs> his, his food is sweeter. <laughs> His food is sweeter, but the only part I would just point out is for him to understand me more. You understand? The area of understanding. Church, can we just shout hallelujah? Have you been blessed this morning? Have you been blessed this morning? As I round up, I think one house please, one house please. As I round up, there are two major things I would do. Multimedia, can you just help me to the exact place Sister Abibat read for us? Ephesians chapter, chapter 5, verse 25 to, for me, I think, no, let's start from 25 to 33. So we'll read 25, and I want us to read 33 as we round up the service. And after that, I would like and appreciate all men to stand up. There are certain things that I saw that were consistent in all what has been said. And after that, please, let's be standing and we'll make a commitment. And the whole essence of doing this is, as men, we want to tell you this morning that we've heard what you've said. Some of it, some of us might feel we don't agree, but we want to commit to saying most of these things that you've said, we'll commit to it and we'll declare that we'll do it. That is the bit that we can do. But can we look, quickly look at Ephesians chapter 5, verse 25. 25. Can we read together? Husbands, love your wives. Just also Christ loved the church and gave himself for her. The Bible didn't say, husband, love your wife like yourself. Can we go back again? Husbands, love your wives. Just also, Christ loved the church and gave himself for her. If that is not enough, let's go to verse 33. Verse 33. 
Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. If you are with your Bible, please, can you read it for us? Let each one of you in particular. So, sorry, man. So, the Bible is making us understand that. See, in particular, is expected that you do what? You love your wife. He said the greatest commandment, commandment of all is what? To love. Even if you speak in tongues, if you can prophesy, if there is no love in you, it means that what? All what you're doing is you're making noise. Please continue, ma, and I'll round up. Love his own wife as himself. And let the wife see to respect her husband. Brethren, look at it this way. He said, to sum up, each one of you is to love his wife as himself. And the wife is also what? To respect the husband. Brethren, I stand to tell you, women, you don't know the power that you have. Just like um, Pastor Sam has said, you have power and you have influence over, over men, over all of us. It all depends on how you use your influence. But for me to go this morning, there are certain things that have been said. And I quickly want to look at the definition Sister Irene wrote. Husband, the H is, it lifts me up when I'm down. The U is, understand me like no other. The S is, supports me in every of my dreams. The B is, he believes in me no matter what. The A is, he accepts my flaws for who I am. The N is, he nurtures my heart and my soul. I think for me, this is so touching. It's not just my heart, but also what? My soul. And the D, the D is, then near what? Perfect. There are certain things that have been said that is common to all our three speakers and what every other person has said. And that is why I want to call on all the men. Please, if you are not tired, can we just stand up? If you know you are a man in the house, please stand up. Some of the things that our women have said that they want, the first one is what? Respect. And it was explained, valuing one another. You won't speak against her openly. You also respect her for who she is. The second thing that they said was we need to be what? Emotionally sensitive. We need to be show empathy. We need to be emotionally supportive. And the last thing is, we must also be a praying wife. That was said by Sister Irene, which I think is important. One of the things that was also said was this. I think it was said by Sister, Sister Shile. We shouldn't compare ourselves. We shouldn't compare our wives with others. For me, it's, it's very important. And one major thing, communication, communication, communication. We cannot stop communicating. So, men, I want us to raise up our hands and say, I... Olua Femi. Hereby commit. Can we just say it loudly? That we meant, we meant it. I, Olua Femi. Hereby commit. To do. 
to all that has been said. We hope you've been blessed with this message. For more of such life-transforming and destiny-impacting messages, follow us on all of our social media handles. On Facebook and YouTube, Pottersville. On Instagram, The Pottersville Church. Thank you.